0: Hi, I'm Judy Brooks and welcome back to Healing Quest and to what we hope is one of your favorite healthy lifestyle shows. Now, if you've been listening, thank you. And for our new listeners, our focus is integrative health, energy medicine, and all the healthy choices we can make to stay healthy in mind, body, and spirit. Now, for the past year and a half, just about, I've been on a mission to create more ways of incorporating self-care into my life. And then sharing those ideas with all of you. I believe one thing many of us are trying to do now is to understand from a a consciousness or a a quantum healing perspective what the meaning of the COVID-19 pandemic might be for all of us as well as the planet. So I wanted to get Nikki Nagaraj, who is a renowned energy worker and a master quantum healing teacher, to join me now on Zoom to hear her perspective. Hi Nikki. Welcome back to Healing Quest. Thanks, Judy. Well, what's up? I mean, what do you see? What do you see is going on right now? And and were you expecting something like this to happen?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, I was expecting something like this to happen. So what's happening right now is, and and we've been talking about it in consciousness. A lot of us who are in spiritual fields talk a lot about the shift. We talk a lot about um, new age consciousness, and new earth, new earth consciousness. And so when we take a look at what's happening here, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of everything that we've been waiting for, which is some sort of an impetus to um, hit the reset button, hit the reset button on our experience, um, on humanity's experience here here on earth. and And I think we all know regardless of our political affiliations or our religious views, I think we all know that something needed to shift, something needed to change. We had gone down a certain direction with the way that we treat the planet and with the way that we treat each other and ourselves. That wasn't necessarily aligning us to a more illuminated way of living.
0: It's one thing to know or think you know that something might be going to happen, it's another thing when it hits and it's real and we're in it, it's not coming, it's here. I think, uh, I mean, I was expecting this to happen, but I also know that it has triggered me in ways that it's brought up a lot of old stuff. Any of you out there that have dealt with or are dealing with um, post-traumatic stress or any old traumas, I think it's tapping into some of that right now. I can only speak for myself. For myself, that has happened, and and I have a lot of tools. I know things to do, but it's different. It's just different. So, what, how would you counsel uh, someone who's actually already maybe having some mental health issues?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, something that I have noticed, and um, this is a this is something that happens to me often in my private practice where. Depending on what is affecting the in the community of you know humanity at large has often has um, an impact on my clientele. So I often see themes in what's being brought to the surface each week um, through my private sessions, and definitely in the last couple of weeks, the original wound of separation has been on the table. So. Um, this self-imposed, for some of us, and for some, you know, for some of us it's voluntary, and for some of us it's forced. This isolation mm-hmm. um, to stay in place in our homes, um, to shelter in place. You know, this has really stirred the pot and really brought forth that original wound of separation that we all experienced the very moment we were born. And a lot yeah. of people, you know, when they look back on their early lives and they look for deep childhood wounds and things like that, they look for things that happened to them when they were really young but what i think a lot of people overlook is that the very original wound, the very original painful moment of all of our experience here on earth was the moment that we were born and then we were cut away from the placenta, you know, during the birth process. So when they cut the cord, they cut us off from our our entire universe, which really was you know, up until that moment experienced just you and your placenta in your mother's womb, right? So then you get born and they, they, they cut the cord. And that moment of, I am no longer connected at this very profound level, not only to my mother, but to the universe at large, that is our, all of us share that same original wound. And that's definitely being stirred up. So we see a lot of people excavating old traumas or, deep wounds and broken hearts around moments in their lives when they experienced a profound separation or maybe abandonment or some other form of not feeling connected to somebody or something that's really meaningful to them. So that's definitely been a theme in my private practice,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that's exactly what you were talking about.
0: I think it is. I can speak for myself. Yesterday, I, I had a tough day, and it wasn't that there was anything really particularly happy happening. I mean, little things, but they were little things that should should have just rolled right off. And then I realized later that yesterday that, that was the day my dad died, and it didn't occur to me actually until late. I mean, I was teary all day. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was angry. I was. Upset, and it, it occurred to me as I was falling asleep last night. Oh my gosh, it's the ninth of April. That's when Dad died. Hmm. That's when Dad died six years ago, you know. So I think stuff is coming up for people, and we don't even realize sometimes where the where those things come from, and and so we're giving a lot of attention to the fear around the virus. I think it's deeper than that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, anytime we're triggered to feel fear, and in this case, it goes beyond fear for a lot of people. It goes all the way to trauma. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way to terror.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there are people out there who are absolutely terrified of what's going to happen next.
0: Yes, and you can understand why, because for a lot of people, there's there's no backup.
1: Well, and I think that's something that's really unique about this particular situation is that, you know, we almost always have a sense of what's coming. We almost always have a sense of, you know, because we make plans. And for the most part, you know, our plans have a tendency to be, you know, to come to fruition. But in this situation, I think all of us as a, you know, as a collective, we're all having that experience of not really knowing what's going to happen next. And there's a cr- an incredible amount of insecurity that's created just by not knowing what's going to happen next. Right. Right. And so, but anytime we trigger these feelings of fear, uncertainty, doubt, um, or sadness, right? What happens is we are triggered all the way down into the lower, lowest dimensions of our consciousness, into the deep inner core mind. And this is where a lot of our scripted and rigid programs exist, right? This is where a lot of our autopilot. Um, automated reactions to life and um, automated belief systems also are coming from these layers of consciousness. So actually this quarantine or isolation is is an incredible opportunity to connect with some of those um, deep imprinted patterns of thinking and feeling and behaving that are really very limiting to us. And this this forced time of uh, alone, this forced time of um, separation, isolation, self-reflection—it's giving us all that opportunity to take a look at that and to recognize how much energy we really spend living, operating from that platform of, of unconscious thinking and deep core wounding, and and how when we really seize the opportunity that's being presented to us our, to us right now during this time, that we can actually elevate our consciousness to a place of. That includes discernment to a place that um, includes presence and gratitude and grace. So, there's a lot of benefits that can be, you know, that we can recognize um, after something, a a terrible pandemic like this. So, this this situation right now is just ripe with opportunity, like I was saying, not only for self awareness, self growth, um, but for the planet as well. I mean, the planet is getting a much needed break right now, too. Um, No matter who you are, no matter how this COVID-19 situation is affecting you, we can all bring ourselves to presence. That's something anyone can do. And we can all find gratitude in the most difficult of times. And so that's really a challenge that if we all rise to, the world's simply going to be a better place after this. And that's the perspective that I'm holding on to every day.
0: Thanks, Nikki. I've been speaking with Nikki Nagaraj, Master Quantum Energy Healer and Teacher, and we've been discussing the COVID-19 pandemic and what it might mean from a consciousness or a quantum healing perspective. And I think Nikki had some really great insight for all of us. We love hearing from you on Facebook and Instagram, so please keep sharing with us what all of you are doing to stay strong. And if you're not already, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks, and for my partner, Roy Walkenhorst, thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to being with you again next week. You're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Stay healthy, strong, and loving.
1: Healing Quest is brought to you in part by Clearlight Infrared. They're the makers of Jacuzzi Saunas whose infrared healing technology penetrates deep to increase blood flow, reduce stress, and detox naturally. Jacuzzi Saunas' radiant heat boosts the immune system, removes impurities, supports weight loss, and relieves muscle pain. You can learn more about Jacuzzi Saunas at InfraredSaunas.com. That's InfraredSaunas.com or by calling Clearlight at 1-800-798-1779. That's one 800 798